My friends at the New Hope Church of Christ in Salina, Tennessee, have invited me to share the weekend of April the 7th through 9th in a series of presentations. We'll be meeting on Friday the 7th at 6.30, on Saturday the 8th at 9 a.m., and on Sunday morning the 9th at 9 a.m. for Bible study and at 9.30 for a worship service. We'll be talking about the Christian's response to crisis, to grief, and depression in a series called The Christian and Mental Wellness. The New Hope Church of Christ is located at 3959 New Hope Road in Salina, Tennessee, and we would welcome you to come and share the weekend with us as we discuss the Christian and mental wellness. Keeping it with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is brought to you by TKM Incorporated. This company located in Moss, Tennessee, specializes in erosion control, hydro-seeding, hydro-mulch, silt fence. They do minor excavation work, and they also provide traffic control and construction signs. Their mission is keeping people safe. Their passion is wishing that all men could be saved. TKM stands for The King's Men. If you'd like to contact The King's Men, you can contact them at 931 243 3958-931-243-3958, or you may email them at tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. That is tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. The King's Men in partnership with Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure. SJL General Contractor is a full construction company that primarily focuses on civil construction and asphalt sales in the Huntsville and Fayetteville regions. Services they provide include but are not limited to road construction, asphalt material, underground utilities, site work, and demolition. They employ heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, pipe layers, and CDL dump truck drivers. If you would like for this company to work for you on your project, or if you'd like to work for them as an employee of this family-owned business, you can contact them at 931-433-4660. That is 931-433-4660 or 3wsandl.sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. SJNL General Contractor is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones. Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. I put the gear shift into reverse and I looked at the console, the little screen right above the radio and, and my brain froze and literally had like a brain fart. I, I stared at the console and I even tilted my head kind of like a cocker spaniel. I was so disoriented and, and so shocked. I, I looked at myself in the rearview mirror and I guess I expected my reflection to go, I like tater tots because I didn't know what was going on. And, and then the realization slowly came in that you don't, you don't have a backup camera on this truck. You see, I was driving my Tacoma, but I have two Tacomas. I have the 2018 Pawpaw truck, the, the truck I had to get when I had grandkids. 
and and then I've got the the Tacoma that has four hundred thirty five thousand miles on it. And Lonnie Beth was like, "Dad, you need to get a new truck. You you really don't are not safe driving that truck." And I glibly replied, "Well, five hundred thousand miles or a grandbaby." Well, I got three grandbabies, and so I had to get a new truck. But here I was sitting in the driveway in the old truck, in the 04 Tacoma, not the 2018 Tacoma. I remember when I picked up the 2018 Tacoma, the young man at Sarah Toyota said, hey, we need to take you out and orient you to this truck. I said, I've been driving a Tacoma for the last 20 years. He said, yes, but Mr. Jones, your new truck has things that weren't invented the last time you bought a truck. But here I sit in the original tactical Toyota, and I'm staring at the screen expecting there to be a video camera, expecting there to be a backup camera, and there's not one, and I was frozen. I was powerless. I was disoriented. I was helpless. And and that's what grief does to us. And and, and I don't want to talk about grief being a, us getting used to the changing of a habit. That, that that's too light of a word. But grief is defined as when life turns out in a way that I did not expect it to. I suffer loss. And humans grieve all losses. So when expectation doesn't meet reality, I look down expecting there to be a backup camera, and there's not. Then it's hard for my brain to process this, and it has to do with with the routine that I'm used to. It's I didn't expect to it to be this way when I come home to a, an empty house. I didn't know what it would be like to go to bed by myself. I didn't know what it'd be like when the kids left for school. I didn't know how quiet it would be. And you can take any kind of loss, any anything that a change in your job, a change in your health, a change in your finances, or a change in, in whether someone is alive or in your life or not. And when life doesn't turn out like I expect it to, I suffer loss and humans grieve all losses. I had this similar thing. We had to take Jackie's, uh, she's got a recumbent trike that she's using to exercise the dog. And we put it in, and we put it in the old Toyota because that's become her trike truck. The tactical Toyota has now been demoted to the trike truck. And so we go down to this little bike shop and we get it inside and there's something she needs. It's raining like cats and dogs. And I step out into the pouring rain and I click my key fob and nothing happens. And I click it again and nothing happens. And I think, well, my hearing's so bad, I can't even hear the truck go chirk, chirk. And I click it again. And then I realize I'm standing out here in the pouring rain beside an 04 Tacoma that does not have electronic locks. And once again, that expectation versus reality bit me. You see, when our routine changes, we go through the grief. And, and there's four tasks of mourning that Bill Warden talks about in his grief model. The the old idea of denial and anger and shock that Elizabeth Kubler-Ross wrote about. Uh, Dr. Ross later would say that she wrote about dying, 
the process of leaving this planet when we get that news that we're terminal. She said, I didn't write about grieving. You need a new model. And so the, the new model is that grief is not linear. It's not a start at point A and go to point B, point C, but it's some task that you handle, the fourth task of mourning. And although we have to talk about them one at a time, it's basically like having four legs under your chair or, or balancing four of those spinning plates that they use in the circus. The first task of mourning is to accept the reality. I'm sitting in the truck and I look down and I expect to see a backup camera and I don't and, it, and my routine is broken. My expectation is not met. And, and so I freeze and I feel frustrated and I'm angry and I'm powerless and I'm disoriented. And the first thing I've got to do is accept the reality. I'm not in that truck anymore. I'm in this truck. The reality is this truck doesn't have a backup camera. And if I'm going to move, I've got to accept the fact that I can't move by staring at the console. The, the, the second task of mourning is, is to express and experience all the emotions. I can be embarrassed. I can be frustrated. I can be angry. I can be mad. I can even think it's funny and laugh about it. But at some point, I've got to experience those emotions and express them. That's super important to understand that more often than not, our emotions tell us something. They don't tell us to do something. And our emotions tell us something about us, but they don't tell us who we are. You see, I'm not sad or despondent or grieving or angry or frustrated or depressed. I'm Lonnie. And I feel sad or angry or despondent or frustrated or depressed. But once I get a handle that my emotions more often are information and not instruction, they have nothing to do with my identity. They tell me that there's something affecting my identity. Then I have accepted the reality and I experience and express all the emotions. And then I've got to recognize and adjust to the new norm. I'm not in the 2018 truck with a backup camera. Now, I was in that truck this morning, and I may be in that truck later, but where I was and where I'm going to be has nothing to do with where I am. And if I'm going to make any progress, if I'm going to back the truck up, then I've got to look backwards and I've got to look in the mirror, but I can't sit and stare at the console. So accepting the new norm now, it's, it's not about wishing things away, but it's about realizing that just because that was my routine, it's not my routine right now. And just because it could become my routine later, it's not my routine right now. I'm not in the 18 Tacoma. I'm in the 04 Tacoma. And because I'm in the 04 Tacoma, I can't look at the console and back up. I've got to look out the, the back window. I've got to look into the mirror. And then once that I've accepted the reality and experienced and expressed the emotions and recognized, defined, and adjusted to the new norm, and then what I've got to do is I've got to reinvest my energy into moving forward. I've got to reinvest my energy into something different. Now, I guess we're backing a truck and I'm talking about moving forward. Maybe I'm just talking about movement. You can't sit in one position. You can't stay stagnant. Because oftentimes in, when we stay stagnant, instead of being, being anchored in the present, stagnation means I'm anchored in the past. I'm defining my life by what was and what's different and what has changed. And, and, and then because I can't come to the present, I can't come to the new norm, I can't move forward into the future and therefore I don't have any movement.
so so this grieving process and, and using this example of, of me being in my truck, it, it's not about what I see when I look at the console. It's not about the fact that I, I don't have a backup camera. I drove the truck for 435,000 miles without a backup camera. But the difficulty comes because of what I've conditioned myself to expect to see. I got in the truck and my conditioning, my routine, my habit says, when you look down, when you put it in reverse, you see this picture. That picture's not in that truck. It's never going to be in that truck. So now what am I going to do about that? And the expectation, I, I, I didn't... I didn't realize it would be this hard. I didn't realize it would be this sad. I didn't realize it would take this long. And I didn't realize I would be this lonely. You see, expectations that aren't equal to reality equals grief. And at the same time, our expectations of what grief is going to feel like often doesn't match reality. And that's what we've got to adapt to. We've got to understand that since we've not experienced grief before, we've not been down this particular path, and we may have experienced a different kind of grief, but, but sometimes it depends on what we're grieving, whether it's a job or our health or a loved one. Grieving a parent versus grieving the loss of a spouse versus grieving the loss of a child, the things are so unimaginably different that we've never experienced it before. But one of those losses gives us expectations as to what that next loss will feel like. And our expectations of grief often don't match reality. And it's not what we expect. It's harder than we thought. It's sadder than we thought. It's longer than we thought. It's lonelier than we thought. And it's not a failure to admit it. It's not a failure to accept it. And it's not a failure to decide not to move the truck until we've come to grips with that this is harder than I thought and sadder than I thought and longer than I thought and lonelier than I thought. And I'm not going to move the truck until I've looked backwards for a while, and then I look in the mirror, and that's when I orient myself to where I am and what I need to do to continue to move. Using the tool of shortwave radio, World Christian Broadcasting literally covers the world every day with the gospel. They use two large curtain antennas. One is located in Anchor Point, Alaska, and the other in Madagascar. They send out messages that are recorded at their international home in Franklin, Tennessee. They make available 40 hours of broadcast every day. The broadcasts are made in English, Chinese, Russian, Spanish, Portuguese, Korean, English for Africa, and Arabic. They would love for your group to visit them. You can bring your ladies group, your youth group, or your men's group. Just give them a call at 615-371-8707, 615-371-8707, or you can go to three W's and a dot, worldchristian.org, find the Donate Here button, and make a financial contribution to support this work that literally covers the world every day with the gospel. World Christian Broadcasting in cooperation with Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure.
Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. I am your host, Lonnie Jones. My wife Jackie and I moved to the city of Huntsville in 1986 for me to be a youth and family minister. I have been a minister since 1980. I have served in this community as a police chaplain assigned to a SWAT team since 1992. And I've been in private practice as a licensed professional counselor since 1998. I'm also an adventure educator and an avid outdoorsman. I dabble in rock climbing and I goof around with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Our life has been full of many wonderful experiences and some just outright adventures. I used to write about those things in a little church bulletin article. So now instead of asking you to read those things, we're just going to talk about them in our podcast. And as we talk about them, we're going to talk about the facts. The facts lead to concepts and the concepts lead to application. One caveat about the facts is for the most part, we're going to tell you the facts just as they happened. But every now and then, we're going to tell you the way other people have told us they remember it happening with a little bit of embellishment. It's all good, clean fun and for educational purposes. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy Keeping Up with Jones.